Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Relationship Essentials. Um, before we go into the new episode today or the new topic, please don't forget to subscribe to this channel, whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're watching it or listening to it on any podcast. And also follow us on Instagram at Relationship Essentials, right? Help us grow the channel, help us get this information to as many people as we can. Like you guys know, we started this channel so that we can provide information and teach on the principles or the essentials that every relationship needs to be healthy. So we want people to have healthy relationships. We are tired of seeing broken homes and broken relationships and heartbreaks and people that are going through all kinds of emotional damage because they did not know what they needed to have a healthy relationship. I strongly believe that when it comes to relationship, Ignorance is not bliss. What you don't know can hurt you. And if you have better information, you are armed and equipped to do better. So today's topic is four qualities women need to have to be a good wife. So four qualities that men should look for when they're looking for a wife. So I will speak um, like I'm talking to both. So I will speak from the man's standpoint. Obviously, I'm a man um, and I'm in my process of choosing my life partner. And these are the things that I look for, and these are the things that I believe every man should look for. And then if you're listening to it and you're a woman, you should look at it as, as a woman, these are the things that I need to become, or I need to be, so that I can attract the right one. So we're going to go right into it. Um, so the first, the first quality that every woman needs to have to be a good wife, or as a man, the first quality you should look for in a wife is this, is she a king? maker are you a king maker now this is why i put it like that because a king maker breaks that into different parts so number one as a woman you know you're a king maker number one if you are a kingdom citizen so we talked about when a, when a woman is picking a husband she has to go back to eden eve was also in eden so as a man when you're picking a wife you have to make sure that she also is part of the kingdom that you are part of and I'll give, us, I'll give us so many examples, but when I talk about kingdom, I'm talking about the Christian faith. You don't want to pick a woman that does not believe in Christ, that is not a disciple of Christ. And I'll give us a couple of examples. So in the scriptures, when God delivered the people of God, the Israelites, from the land of Egypt and brought them to the Canaan, um, to the land of Canaan, one of the instructions that he gave them was, do not marry women from the foreign lands. Now, have you ever wondered why God did not want the people of Israel to marry from the foreign lands? It wasn't because God wanted to stop them from marrying beautiful women or restrict them from having fun. It was because he told them specifically, if you marry women that serve other gods, eventually you are going, they are going to lure your heart away from me. And if you think about it and you look at the, the, um, the results of all the great men that went and married a woman that did not know God, she eventually took his heart away from God. So look at great men like, you think about Samson. Samson, as great as he was, he loved foreign women, women that did not know God. And guess what? They eventually you know, took, off, took out his eyes and he eventually died in the camp of his enemies. Solomon. Solomon is known to be the wisest man and the richest man that have ever lived. Yet... Because he went and married all women, like we know Solomon had 300 wives, 700 concubines. 
So he went and married women that did not know God. Eventually, they had him disobeying God. So you look at, you look at over, over and over again in the scriptures, King Ahab, King Ahab, the popular woman that everybody talks about in the Bible, Jezebel. King Ahab married her. And when King Ahab married her, she brought her, God, her gods to the land of Israel. And eventually, King Ahab and the Israelites started worshiping um, the, um, the gods of Baal. Again, as a, as, a, as, a, as a woman, you need to be a kingmaker. And the first way you know, the, the only way you could be a kingmaker is one, you have to be a kingdom citizen. So don't marry a woman that you cannot change anybody. And I've, I always say this, if someone is not willing to change to date you, they are not willing to change to keep you. So when you are picking a wife, you have to make sure that she's of the same faith, that she's a, that she's a kingdom citizen. Now, what else makes a woman a kingmaker? When God created Adam and put Adam in Eden, God gave Adam work. He had kingly duties. He was a king. He had duties on earth. A king reigns over a domain. And as a woman, you know you're a kingmaker when you can make the man and help the man be all that he was created to be. So as a woman, do you bring the best out of the man or do you bring the worst out of the man? They say every man has a king and a kid in him. Which one do you activate when you talk to the man? When a man dates you as a woman, which one do you activate? Are you activating the king in him or are you act activating the kid in him? The kid in him, the, the Bible tells us that foolishness is bound in the, in the heart of a child. So as a woman, are you activating the king or the fool in him? So you have to remember, you, you cannot... Many times women are looking for an already made man. They're looking for a king. But are you a queen? Are you someone that will make him rise to his greatest heights? Or are you someone that will push him to his lowest lows? I just want to encourage you. Look, man, you want to be with someone that makes you better. No matter what level you are at, there's always a next level for you. And as like we always say, relationships are like elevators. Elevators either take you up or they take you down. So as a woman, you have to start thinking of yourself, I am a king maker. I am, if you date me, I bring out the king in you. I make you better. I help, you, I help your dreams come through. Stop with this whole gold digging and looking for someone that already has made it, looking for someone that's already at the top. Now, if you find someone, you're also supposed to make them better anyways. So if you can't help someone that is not already a king become a king, trust me, you cannot help a king rule a kingdom. You have to be a king maker to be a good wife. The, the third thing that um, when we talk about it, are you a king maker? If, if you're going to be a, a good wife, you have to become a king maker. The next thing is this. Do you understand the language of royalty? Now, this is so important because Every man has to be talked to like a king for you to activate his, you know, kingship. I'll give us an example just so I can illustrate my points. So I don't spend too much time on this. There, were, there was a king in the Bible in the book of Esther. Now, he had a queen. Her name was Queen Vashti. He had a request that he had made for the queen to come serve him in a certain type of way. I can't remember exactly how he wanted the queen to serve him. But the queen was, you know, like, she spoke to him in a disrespectful way. Her, the, her tone, the way she talked to him, it was not good. 
And so guess what? Because of how she spoke to him, she lost his, her crown and was sent out of the palace because she did, not, she did not understand the language of royalty. But guess what? Another woman named Esther. Esther comes and becomes the next queen. And because of the way Esther, Esther knew how to talk to the king, and because she knew how to talk to the king, guess what? Because of Esther, generations of Jews were saved from being killed because Esther knew how to talk to the king. Some women, I'm going to talk about this later on in the next quality that a wife needs to have. I'm not going to spend too much time on it here, but you need to understand the language of royalty. The last kingmaker quality that a woman needs to have to be a good wife is this. You need to know your worth. Queens know their worth. Queens don't settle. And this is so important because I always say this, whatever is tolerated is going to be repeated. Whatever is rewarded is bound to be repeated. As a woman, whatever you are tolerating is what he's going to give. And as a woman, you don't want to come to be his crouch. You don't want to come to be the excuse that he uses to be a kid. You want to be the accountability partner that he needs to rise to his greatness. So queens hold kings accountable. You know, I talk to women sometimes and women often find themselves, you know, they don't want to ask men the hard questions. Or like, for example, you will find women that are dating a man and they don't want to even ask him, where are we going? What is your plan for the future? Where do you see us in a year? Where do you see us in five years? They are afraid to ask questions because they are afraid it will push them away. Queens understand your worth. They will ask questions that need to be asked because the queens don't want to waste time either because they are royalty. They know their worth. And as a man, I always say this, man, this is what you want to date a woman that knows her worth. If you could get her on a discount, so can other men get her on a discount. You don't want a woman that is accessible to everybody. So you want a woman that understands her worth and that will hold you to great standard. Not a woman that keeps lowering the bar, lowering the bar, lowering the bar. What, he would, what she would do is make you stay small. That is the first quality. A woman has to be a king maker for her to be a good wife. Don't look for an already made man. Help the man that you're going to date. Come equipped. A woman is known, they say a woman is called a woman, meaning she is a man with a womb. She's like an incubator. You are supposed to show up into a man's life ready to multiply anything he gives you. So if he gives you a vision, you multiply it. If he, if he, if he, if he has a dream, you help him, bring it to, bring, help him bring it to fruition. Let us start this whole mindset of looking for a man that is already financially, that is already a millionaire or he's already made it for you to date him. You can build with a man. You are a woman. You are a king maker. So I want to stress that point. Why a woman has to be a king maker for her to be a good wife. Second quality, every woman needs to have to be a good, to be a good wife. Men, this is the quality that you need to look for, attractiveness. And there are layers to this. Everybody that knows me often know that I repeat this. I want to marry a woman that looks good. If that makes me shallow, no problem. You marry who you want to marry. But attractiveness is important. So as a woman, if a man tells you looks don't matter, he's lying. Looks matters. And we're going to talk about this. Attractiveness is not just based on looks alone, but looks is part of it. And as a man, you don't want to marry a woman that you're not attracted to. It's just, for me, it's ludicrous 
Because marriage is a lifetime. This is not a trial and error. This is not, or oh, let me try it, or let me, or if, if when I get bored, I will go marry somebody else. You, you want to marry someone, like my friend often tells me, marry your temptation. Marry someone that you would see on the street and you will want to talk to her. Marry your temptation. Attractiveness is important when it comes to relationship. Because look, I understand the whole spiritual part of, of marriage, but there's a physical element to it. And even look, looking at the biological and psychological makeup of a man, he is visual. He's, he's, he's visual oriented. Men are moved by what they see. And before you tell me, oh, what about her personality? Look, if I meet you on the road, I don't see your personality. The first thing I see is how you look. Then when I get to know you, I get to begin to you know, learn more about your personality. So attractiveness, I'm going to break it down. Now, let me just put out a disclaimer. I think sometimes when, when someone says, I, I, I can use myself as an example, when men like us say we want a woman that looks good, we are not saying that that is the only quality she needs to have. For some reason, every time a man says, I want a woman that looks good, it looks like, oh, he's, oh, he's shallow. Oh, what if she looks good, but she's not smart? Obviously, we don't want to be with her either. But that doesn't negate the fact that we want someone that looks good. We can find, we have an abundance mindset. We, we believe, I believe, that you can find, I can find a woman that looks good and is also smart and also fears God and also good in areas that I want her to be good in. I don't have to sacrifice what I want just because I want to get married. Or I want to be with someone. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there. So what are the breakdowns for attractiveness? Number one, physical looks. Look, a big part of self-care for me, a big, a big part of attractiveness for me is how a woman takes care of herself. If you're a woman and you're not taking care of yourself, it, for me, it speaks in so many ways. For example, how are you going to be as a mom? How are you going to be as a wife? Because women are naturally nurturers. And if you can't even take care of yourself, what confidence do I have that you could take care of a child in the future? Or what confidence do I have that you can take care of a home? If you can't keep yourself clean, clearly you can't keep a house clean. Clearly you're not going to keep our kids clean. Clearly there are so many ways that can ripple out and have a ripple effect in so many areas in our lives if we were to end up together. So taking care of yourself is so important. One part that I, I often see that's so controversial is this. A woman that taking care of yourself includes not just how you dress. We're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But taking care of yourself includes taking care of your body, working out. Women, you have to work out. Stop this whole nonsense. Oh, I'm natural. This, I'm, this, I'm natural. No, no. Go to the gym. Take care of your body. Men care about these things. Look, if you give birth, we understand all the craziness that happen. You have the hormonal changes. You go through a period where you're probably depressed. There's so many things that happen to a woman when she gives birth. We sympathize. We empathize. We will never understand as a man. But that does not negate that your husband still wants you to take care of your body. You have to make yourself attractive. So, yeah, take one month, two months, three months, however you, months you need to heal. But hit the gym after we care about your physical looks. Men care. If no man, is, if no man have told you that they care about how you look, I am speaking on behalf of men. And I'm telling you, we care how you look. We care if you take care of your body. Go to the gym, take care of that body. And then, next thing is, we love a woman that puts herself together nicely. It tells us that you, 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 you extend yourself to a certain place that you don't want to be seen anyhow. So, 
how you dress is important. Like, I, I, I've heard men say this. I don't know if I subscribe to that notion. Well, you know what I cannot do? There's some women that are not the most blessed facial-wise and body-wise. They don't, they're probably not the most gifted looks-wise. But the way they will package themselves, it makes them 10 times more attractive than they actually are. So that's part of attractiveness. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a supermodel or you don't have to be like a drop-dead gorgeous woman for you to be attractive. You just sometimes take a shower. You know, sometimes people, like I've heard men complain about women's hair smelling. It's like their hair stinks. It's like he can't even breathe or her breath stinks. Like it's, 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 I'm telling you, it's crazy what you hear out here, but I'm telling you, I'm speaking on behalf of men today. Men want a woman that takes care of herself. Another part of attractiveness that I really want us, I wanted to point out is someone that have a vibrant personality. And this is why vibrant personality is important. I'm not saying that if you're an introvert, that you're out here just, you know, um, just being, being, not being yourself. All I'm saying is, you, you have high social IQ. That's part of attractiveness. Like, you are not just going to marry the guy. You're going to marry, if you're going to be with someone, if you're going to date someone, you're going to date, you're going to eventually be in the, in, among their friends, among their family. Somebody even says marriage is families getting married to families. Like, you are not just going to date the guy and, and that's it. You're going to be included in his world. And if you don't have the presence of mind and the social intelligence on how to interact with his friends, how to interact with people, how you treat people matters. So as a woman, high social IQ. Look, one thing I'll say is this. Happy, be a happy person. You know, I just, like, look, naturally nobody wants to be around someone that is always unhappy. There are some women, they never smile. Like, do you know you will be 10 times more attractive as a woman if you just smile? Just smile. Like, some women look like they, they're always looking like someone died, like they're at a funeral. Like, it's always they're angry. It's like they're angry at, in the morning, they're angry. In the afternoon, they're angry. At night, they're angry. It's like, everything's like, they have this negative way of seeing the world. Everything pisses them off. Everything makes them angry. They're, no. Men want, look, we want to be around someone happy. Even think about it, forget men. Happy people want to be around happy people. We don't want to be miserable. You don't want, your men don't want to come back like, you don't want your, look, I've been in relationships where I felt like I had to walk on eggshells. That is not healthy. That is not an environment a man wants to be in. And as a man, you don't want to marry a woman that's like, I don't know what's going to make her angry. I don't, like, you don't even know what is going to be the trigger. It's like anything triggers her. She's always angry. Or you never want to bring her around friends. Sometimes you, you probably go out with your man and he let you sit in the car so he could go talk to them and come back. Or he never takes you anywhere. Do you know that I, 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 know, I know a lot of married men that don't go home. They rather go to the bar. They rather go to, like, they, I remember uh, uh, I was playing in this basketball group where, like, we used to play at night. You would see married men staying out to 2 a.m. I'm like, yo, you're married. But some of them rather stay out to 2, 3 a.m. They're waiting for the wife to fall asleep so they can come home because that's the only time they have peace. Because... It's like war every time she's up. Hey, as a woman, attractiveness is also how you present yourself. The positive, have a positive mental attitude. Don't be so gloomy. Be happy. Third quality. I will hope we, we are following the first one, second one, now we're on the third one. 
the third quality that makes a woman a great wife or a quality as a woman that you need to have to make yourself more attractive to men is this. You need to be emotionally intelligent. Now, the reason why I say emotionally intelligent is because, look, emotions are great. Emotions is what allows us to be humans. If you think about it, like if you don't have emotions, you would probably never end up in any relationship. You won't feel anything. Life becomes like a blur. So emotions are great. But management of those emotions are so important. I have seen so many women ruin relationships because they wore their feelings on their sleeves. They are so, they have so many emotional outbursts. Like I remember one time I had a, I had a female come to one of our events and she shared that sometimes she would get so angry and she would call her man all kinds of names, say all kinds of hurtful things to him. 24 hours later, she would begin to regret it. That is a woman that is not emotionally intelligent. How about women that when they get angry, they end the relationship? That is toxic. You are immature. You need to grow up. Just because you are angry doesn't mean you're not, you need to ruin everything. They, look, they often tell you if you're angry, don't make any permanent decision. Don't make any big decision. So many times women get angry and it's like they don't manage their emotions well. They just, they just, look, one advice I would give as a woman, you don't want to be reacting. You want to always take a well-calculated action. Men don't want, look, you often hear things like, I'm sure you probably heard before, be his peace. I don't like to say like, because I think both parties, both men and women need to help contribute to the peace of their partner. But as a woman, you being able to, for him, look, a man wants to be able to look, Though it's crazy out there, leave the crazy world out there and then come home to peace. That is important to a man because a man is driven to achieve. And if you're no longer, if you are not his peace, you are his distraction and he's going to avoid you. That's probably the only time you guys spend your most quality time you guys spend together is probably when you're having sex. And outside of that, he doesn't want to talk to you because you are just everything. Like, you get angry over everything. Everything makes you angry. You, you react. He's like, he can't even be honest with you because you probably overreact. So emotional intelligence, there's a book called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. There's so many books on how to be emotionally intelligent. But all I'm saying is as a woman, if you are going to be effective, if you're going to be a great wife, you must learn how to manage your emotions. I'll give you, I'll tell you this. I'll tell, I'll, I'm speaking as a man. When it comes to emotional intelligence, there's two things that I always think about, the two T's, timing and tone. As a woman, you need to know when to talk to a man. Every time is, look, if a man, like, there could be a time where you would talk to a man, and even though you are saying the right thing, you are now in the wrong, because it's just poor timing. It's like, he can't, there are times where you, it's like, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you two examples. If a man is frustrated, tired, stressed, if a man is hungry, that is probably not the right time to talk about that thing that has been on your mind. Feed him. Care for him. Listen to how his day was. And then find the right time to have that important conversation. I'm not saying the conversation is not important. But if you have that important conversation in the wrong time, it's not going to be effective. And sometimes women that have the... They, look, you have, I've heard so many men say, man, her timing is just horrible. She don't know when to bring it up. Timing is important. The next thing is tone. Remember, he's a king. I just talked about it earlier on. 
as a queen, you must understand the language of royalty. You don't just talk to a king anyhow. Look, today we are talking about a woman, and that's why I'm not, we're not addressing the man. I'm not saying the man should talk to you anyhow, but as a woman, you must address him as a king if you want to be treated like a queen. I just gave us an example, Queen Vashti versus Queen Esther. One was sent out of the palace because she did not, she did not know how to talk to the king, and one was made a queen and was granted her wishes because she knew how to talk to him. The tone, oh my king. I'm not saying you call him king, you call him whatever you call him, but I'm just saying the way Queen, the way Queen Esther approached the king, it suited his heart so much that she, he said, whatever you want, whatever you want, I will give you because of just how you have approached me. You make me happy, you please me. So emotional intelligence is so, so important. Timing and tone. Watch your tone when you're talking to a man. You don't want to talk to him like you are his, you are his mom. Like, no. You want to talk to him like you have, even when he's in the wrong. Sometimes women think, or people in general think, because he's in the wrong, I can talk to him anyhow I want. After all, he's in the wrong. That is the wrong mindset. Even if your man is in the wrong, if you're going to be a great wife, even when he's in the wrong, still addressing him with respect. Look, this is something that women need to realize. Every man needs unconditional respect. You see how the Bible says, um, husbands, love your wife like Christ loves the church. How did Christ love the church? It says he gave his life unconditionally while we were still sinners. Christ demonstrated his love. Women are to be loved unconditionally. But guess what? Men are to be loved. Men are to be respected unconditionally. You have to respect your man. Your, your respect for your man cannot be based on conditions. Oh, I'm going to respect him when he, when he acts right. That is why in the book, um, Love and Respect, he talked about the toxic, the toxic cycle where women want unconditional love. So they're waiting to be unconditionally loved so that they can give the men unconditional respect. And guess what? The man is waiting to be unconditionally respected so that he can give the woman unconditional love. So guess what? Everybody is waiting to get what they want before they give what they need to give. And that creates a toxic cycle. As a woman, I'm talking about what you need to do. We're going to, men, yeah, love the woman unconditionally. But if you're going to be a great wife, you need to learn how to unconditionally respect your husband. Even when he's wrong, even when you are, even when you are angry, if, whatever it is, unconditional respect is part of emotional intelligence if you're going to be a great wife. The last quality you need to have to be a great wife is this. You must be trustworthy. If a man doesn't, if a man can't, Think of you as being loyal, I could promise you this. He's not going to want to spend the rest of his, of his, of his life with you. Men might not show their emotions outside when they are emotionally betrayed, but they implode inside every time they're emotionally betrayed or every time they're betrayed. So you are, women are not the only ones that don't want their partner to cheat. Men don't want their partner to cheat. So if you come off as untrustworthy, a man is not going to want to spend the rest of his life with you. That's why I'm sure you probably heard the way you are dressed is the way you are addressed. Why do, why do they say that? Because if you, why will a man treat you like a queen if you are dressed like a whore? Queens attract kings. Whores attract dogs. So I've often advised women on, on how, what they post on social media. You, can, you can't be out here posting all naked pictures 
and wonder why every man that comes around wants to just smash. Like, like what? It's like putting a yam in front of a goat and asking him not to eat it. Like, the way you dress is the way you be addressed. And if a man thinks you're out, if, you're, if a man thinks you belong to the streets, he ain't trying to take you to, to his mom. He ain't trying to take you to the altar. He's going he's gonna to leave you on the streets. So, as a woman, you have to become a trustworthy person. And how do you become, look, will you, I'm sure this is like a long argument. People talk about it all day long. My advice, I advise women, keep sex for marriage. And if you're not keeping sex for marriage, men, look, I don't care what men tell me. I don't care what they've told you. I'll tell you this. Men care about body counts. You can be out here being high mileage. And think about it. If every man has gotten it on a discount, why would he pay for it? If every man got it for free, why would he pay a bright price to keep it? A man needs to be able to trust you to marry you. And as a woman, you need to be able to, you, you want to you wanna begin to cultivate the ability to be trusted. Keep your legs closed, period. Don't be out here opening up, opening up for everybody. And you want the man, what makes him, look, men are possessive. Men are achievers. What, why would he feel like he achieved anything by getting you if every other man got you? That's not an achievement. That goes against his nature. His nature is to achieve. And guess what? What, I'm, what makes when something is an achievement when it's hard to attain. Something is an achievement when everybody can get it. If everybody can get you as a woman, I don't want to marry you. No, 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 no. I don't want to marry. I don't want leftovers. So I'm going to close with this. You often hear things like, oh, I've hit. No one wants to, uh, no one, everybody wants to smash me. Or I have dated for, we've dated for so long and I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten married. Or he hasn't proposed. What is going on? How do I get, you hear men, women ask all these questions. How do I get him to propose? Or how do I get him to get, take me serious? Or how do I attract a high quality man? The simple, question, the simple answer to how you make yourself a wife is to become so valuable to a man that he can't afford to lose you. Value is everything. Think about it. The reason why we want gold is because you don't just go out there on the streets and pick up gold. You have to go and dig for it. It's hard to find. Money is so valuable to us because you got to work 40 hours a week to have money. Some of us got to work 60, 80 hours a week. That's why we don't just... It's, it's valuable. It's the means of exchange in the world because it's hard to attain. As a woman, a man is not going to want to build the rest of his life with you if he doesn't see value. And the way you show value is one, you have to be a kingmaker. You have to make him better. You have to bring out the best to him, not the worst to him. Two, you have to be attractive. I already talked about it. Go to the gym, lose a little bit of, uh, of the body fat that you have. Dress nice. Have a vib vibrant personality or have a high social IQ. With, I talked about emotional intelligence. Stop being emotionally stupid. Stop being emotionally reactive. Begin to make emotionally intelligent decisions. Let your actions be a wise one, not just a reaction. And then most importantly, you have to become trustworthy. The way you become trustworthy is... Be honest. Be honest. And most importantly, start protecting your body. Stop letting, stop being, unless a man have, unless a man have the ministry 
of Hosea. If you don't know who Hosea is, go and research him in the Bible. Unless the man have a ministry of Hosea, he doesn't want a woman that is out here and have given it up to everybody. Men want things that are valuable. That's why he'll go for it. He wants the Porsche. He wants the Lamborghini. He wants a beautiful house. The same way he wants this nice thing because they are valuable. He wants a queen. Someone that is now readily available to everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share with your friends. And most importantly, don't just be the hearer of the word. Information without application is just fascination. But if we take information and apply it, it leads to transformation. We want you to have a healthy relationship. That is why we bring you Relationship Essentials. Thank you and God bless.